Welcome to track number 20 of Lay Power. Even in my house, we don't have any family devotion. But we teach the children to have quiet time. Family devotion is good and we just haven't been able to do it. You get it? But the quiet time. Have you had your quiet time? We we have added it to brushing of teeth. We have added it to brushing of teeth and bathing. It's part of the things. And I remember my son Joshua, he used to say, I've done everything, which means <laughs> I've, bathed, I've brushed my teeth and I've had my quiet time. I've done everything. Tell your neighbor, have you done everything? You see, many of you have not done everything before you came here this morning. How many will lift their hand and say, you haven't done everything before you came? Bathing, brushing of teeth, and quiet time. These are the three things. When you say, have you done, have you done everything? I've done everything. I've done everything. Write it down. I've done everything. As a Christian child, you must, you must say, learn to say those things. I have done everything. Which means what? Bathing, brushing teeth, quiet time. Have you done everything? I've done everything. Bathing brushing of teeth quiet time because if you teach your child just family devotion and the child goes away and there's no family then there will be no devotion (laughs) and that begins so if I have to choose between family devotion and quiet time I'll prefer quiet time and the child should learn quiet time at least that one you know you can't break it up because if the father is not there or the mother is not there or somebody is not there then the family is no more intact and most of life is not led in that well-defined unit. Number six. A regular quiet time puts a weapon into the hand of the believer. Puts a weapon into the hand of the believer. Amen. The Bible says, take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Every time you have your quiet time, you place your weapon in your hand. Amen. Now, if you are a soldier and you don't have your weapon, you are in serious trouble. I was watching a a documentary and um, they were talking about the Russians Russian army who are fighting against Hitler's army you know one of their problems after they trained them when they were sent them out to fight with Hitler's army they didn't give them guns because they didn't have guns yes I'm telling you so a lot of them didn't have guns some will have guns Many of them did not. So you are going to fight without the gun. I tell you. <laughs> How many feel sorry for this? And they, they, I mean, they were actually still sent. Because they were not expecting this war. <laughs> they were not expecting us. They had not made a lot of guns. And they, were not, they were not equipped to fight this kind of war. So a lot of that. So it was when Hitler's army was affected by the winter and the snow, and they started to return, that they would take the, the weapons, take the weapon of the dead people, and be fighting. So in fact, to be a soldier who does not have a weapon is very serious, and that's what you do when you don't have your quiet time. You don't put the, word in, the weapon in your hand. So you are going like that to fight with people who have guns. Number seven. Quiet time will deliver Christians from delusions about who they are. Isaiah, he believed he was great. But when he came close to the Lord, he said, woe is me. I am undone. He used to preach woe unto you. Woe unto you. But when he started having his quiet time and he got close to the Lord, and he saw the Lord. The day that he saw the Lord, he said, ah, ah. 
oppose me. Amen. Are you there? The word of God is a mirror. How many have felt handsome or beautiful till you look in the mirror and you say, What? Is that how my hair is? I didn't know there was something on my mouth. How many have felt so embarrassed after some time somebody told you, Look, there is something on your mouth or there's something in your nose? Something sticking out of your nose. Has it happened to you before? If it has happened to you before, raise up your hand. Oh dear. How many sometimes you remember those things and you hit yourself? You said, shh. Shh. Mercy. Huh? So brothers and sisters, that's how the word of God is. When you look into it, you look at yourself and say, hmm. This is serious. Serious. Some of you, you read the Bible and you see you are just like Samson. Going for Delilah. Some of you read the Bible, you realize you are just like Delilah. Going to kill Samson. Try to read the Bible, you see yourself in it. Some of you realize you are just like Esther. Who is trying to be chosen. But you need to know what did Esther do. That made her chosen. Huh? What do you think? Some of you realize you are just like Ruth. Naomi's. Daughter-in-law. Who listened to her mother-in-law. Who said that. I will die where you die. Your God will be my God. I'll live with you. Where you are buried, I will be buried. I will never leave you. Hey. And you see that you are like proof. Amen. Amen. How many understand what I'm talking about? So, read the Bible, you see yourself in it. And you say, hey. I'm in Proverbs chapter 6 and 7. You are a strange woman. Oh. Bible says she, she does not like to stay in her own house. She does, she does not like homely things. You realize that you are, you are, wear, you are wearing the attire of a harlot. You realize that your lips are like butter. You realize that many mighty men have she slain. You too, you can write your list of mighty men that you have slain. Number one. Samson, number two. Thomas, number three. Jacob, number four. Emmanuel, number five. Judas, number six. Jasparus, number seven. Kwekuhila, number eight. Akila. Big Bobo, number nine. Dovi, number ten. Mr. Bebrese, number eleven. Prosper. Twelve, Ricky Z. When you write your list, you see that, Charlie. There are a lot of. Oh. Huh? And you are the Monica Lewinsky in the system. Forgive. Monica Lewinsky is not in the Bible. A strange woman. Yeah. Mercy. Eesh. Because of you, a church should be spoiled. A whole church. It's not a good thing. It's a bad thing. May you die before that day. When you read the Bible, you say that you are Jacob. You have married two wives. You are having problems. And one you married in the night. You didn't see well before you chose. Okay. Wow. Tell somebody, have you done everything? What did they say? I've done, say, I've not done everything. I've done everything. Wow. Number eight. Daily quiet time will give 
spiritual growth. Amen. What does the Bible say? The word of God is milk. As newborn babies long for the spiritual milk of the word. Amen. Amen. Number nine. A daily quiet time brings inner healing. Healing. He's a healing Jesus. Amen. He sent his word. Psalm 107 verse 20. Verse 20. He says, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their distractions. He's a healing Jesus. A healing Jesus for you. How many know that he's a healing Jesus? He's here to heal you. He's here to touch your life. He's the light of the world. His presence will heal you. Will dry up every sore that is not getting healed in you. Right now, His power is flowing your way. And as you are calling, His glory is falling. In His name, sickness cannot stay. healing Jesus oh let his power heal your life today he's a healing Jesus and that healing Jesus is coming to your house he sent his word and healed them Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and he sent his word and healed them He's a healing Jesus. He's a healing Jesus. A healing, healing. Jesus. And number 10, healing of the body. Healing Those of the body. healing stripes will lay. He's a healing Jesus. A healing Jesus. And right now, his power is flowing your way And as you are calling His glory is falling In His name sickness cannot stay He's a healing Jesus A healing Jesus The notion that religious faith can promote well-being is not new. Most of us have heard of cases in which people by sheer faith have miraculously covered from a terminal illness or survived far longer than doctors thought impossible. What is new is that such rewards of religion are becoming the stuff of science. All this is in the book. I'm just reading the book to you. Just how powerful is the evidence linking faith and health. More than 30 studies have found a connection between spiritual or religious commitment and longer life. Among the most compelling, a survey of 5,286 Californians found that church members have lower death rates than non-members. Of church, regardless of risk factors such as smoking, drinking, obesity, and inactivity. That is, in spite of all those factors, if you are a member of a church, you have a longer life. It has been shown. Longer life just by being a member of a church. Hey. Those with, now, apart from a longer life, those with religious commitment had fewer symptoms or better health outcomes in 7 out of 8 cancer studies. Yeah. 4 out of 5 blood pressure studies and 4 out of 6 heart studies 
and four out of five general health studies. That is when they looked at people, general health, blood pressure, heart disease, cancer, four out of five, four out of six, whatever, all of them had fewer symptoms. Like if a member or a non-member has a high blood pressure, the members have fewer symptoms and better outcome. If a member has cancer and a non-member has cancer, the member has a better outcome than a non-member. If a member has heart disease and a non-member has a heart disease, the member has a better outcome from the heart disease than a non-member. So, it is in science. People are doing studies to see that. Is there any correlation between healing and health? I mean, health and healing and the Christian word and the work and the, the the work of God and I mean serving the Lord and being committed, going to church all the time, hearing the word. The word of God brings healing literally. It literally affects your body, affects your inner being and it has been shown even scientifically. Whether it's heart disease, general health studies, high blood pressure, cancer and heart disease, all of these have shown that if a Christian has it and a non-member has it, the Christian has fewer symptoms or the outcome of the blood pressure that is high, or the outcome of the cancer, or the outcome of the heart disease, or the outcome generally of the person's health is better out four out of five, four out of six times. 80% better by those just the only thing that they are members <laughs> and committed. Wow. How many have decided to be more committed than ever? Hey. Now, that's first of all, death rate. It has shown that they have lower death rates. They have fewer symptoms, better outcomes. Now, the next interesting one is that it says that people with a strong religious commitment are less prone to depression, suicide, alcoholism, and other addictions. How many want to be more committed now? Or you want to die from depression? One day I went to the mortuary and I saw somebody who lives in an expensive part of Accra and the person's child has just committed suicide. Take, put a gun, blown the head off like that. Oh! Was lined in this type of American shorts, white with blue, whatever, this type of basketball, big shorts and big, nice, expensive child with whatever. The head, he has blown to the head, and all this place had, had come up, and they have wrapped the brain in the shirt, and put the shirt on him like that. They wrapped the brain in the shirt, and he was wearing the shirt. And the brain was wrapped inside. So when they do the postmortem, they unwrap, the, because they have to pick it from the floor and put it in. The shirt. Yeah. Riches, but you see, you are not committed, you are more prone to such things. Because there's no solution. Somebody was going to say American school or whatever. He said that her boyfriend has left her. She hung herself by the staircase. I think Laboni or so. She hung herself by the staircase. Her boyfriend left her. Yeah. Your boyfriend. We, we are here. We have not even had boyfriend for him to leave us. Or even some of us have got stripes. We have had beloveds. And then each time the beloved leaves us. We are still here. We have not hung ourselves by the staircase. We are still dancing. Oh, single, single, praise the Lord. Oh, single, single, praise the Lord. Oh, single, single, praise the Lord. 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 Oh, single, single, praise the Lord. Oh, single, single. Oh, single, single. Where is she? Come. And then, are you the ones who sing in the choir when you are going to church? Something good is going to happen. Do it for us. There's, uh, how does it go? There's excitement in the air. Your beloved has left you, but you are coming to church. In your soul. God is moving by his grace. Yes, he's moving in this place. Won't you let him take control? And rejoice in him today 
There's excitement, there's excitement in the air. There's excitement in the air. Can't you feel it in your soul? God is moving by His grace. Yes, He's moving in this place. Won't you let Him take control and rejoice in Him today? There's excitement, there's excitement in the air. There's excitement in the air. Can't you feel it in your soul? God is moving by His grace. Yes, He's moving in this place. Won't you let him take control and rejoice in him today? There's excitement, there's excitement in the air. There's excitement in the air. Can't you feel it in your soul? God is moving by his grace. Yes, he's moving in this place. Won't you let him take control? Let him take control. And rejoice in him today. And rejoice in him today. There's excitement. There's excitement in the air. Hey, look, your beloved has left you. You will still come to church. And you will get up and sing. There's excitement in the air. Can you feel it in your soul? God is moving Look, learn how by to do the grace. dance like this. Yes, he's moving in this place. Won't you let him take control and rejoice in him today? There's excitement, there's excitement in the air. There's excitement in the air. Can't you feel it in your soul? God is moving by his grace. Yes, he's moving Wait. in Anything that our choir should learn how to sing this song oh. and and march from the back yeah. with kente and white hey. and white shoes hey. with fl- ah. hey. Hey. copy and learn it, you see action and it was the greatest place to go to in Accra. And you just feel happy. I mean, you don't know. And there were no, those days, there were no like teachings on series or whatever. I mean, I remember we went and Pastor Nick is preaching. Pastor Nick. That's what we call him, Pastor Nick. And he will preach about the donkey that Jesus sat on. Uh, no, Jesus sat on. And he said, you are the donkey that God is going to use. <laughs> hey! That's all. Simple message. And as the choir is coming, there's excitement. I mean, you can't help just to be happy. You see, and you see, you we need it in this life. That's why those people call the opium of the masses. It's like God and the church. It's like take our mind off our problem. But of course, we need something to take our mind off our problem. I mean, otherwise we will die out of our problems. Sure. What are you going to do with all these problems? Your beloved has left you. You have hung yourself on your staircase. How were you able to find such a rope? And tie it and then drop yourself from that. Even Saddam Hussein, when he was going, they were begging. Saddam Hussein's assistant was begging. But you are so depressed and so sad that you are able to find a rope, tie it, hold it, then connect it to something, and then drop yourself that, ah, that the thing will break your leg ah, like that. Why? What kind of problem has caused this? Church coming to church, I tell you, you have no idea. Those who criticize us, they don't know what they are saying. That's why people give offering, and they will always be giving offering more. But people know what they get from God and from the church. Some of the problems, as pastors, we, we, don't, we, we ourselves know that we don't have solutions. That's why we all come to church and just sing, oh, sing, go, sing, go, praise the Lord. Oh, sing, go, sing, go, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, and the Lord of Lords, He's the King of You, Great and Great I Am. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. He's the King of Kings, He's the Lord of Lords, He's the Great I Am. Glorify His name, magnify His name, lift Him high. Go single, 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 praise the Lord. Go 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 single, single
Somebody doesn't know how to dance. Out of me. That is your last time. That is your last chance. She says she's sorry. Uh, who is that? Is the person in the church or outside the church? Chopoy! 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 <laughs> through the love of God, yeah. through the love of God, Savior, all the 
don't know anything, and the last one is all will be well. Ready? Go! To the love of God, the Savior, all will be well. to sing. Don't know how to sing hymns. We don't know how to sing and dance. When he said we should make a joyful noise unto the Lord, is it not the noise we are making? Da, 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 da. We know that all will be well. Yes. When we came to church, we just know that all will be well. Wow. We know that it's a great thing to serve the Lord. Yes. That's the main thing. God is the main thing. Right. Yeah. Whether there are principles or steps that we haven't followed or da 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 da. well that's why we came to god because there was no solution in the world we located ourselves back to god we came back to god and we came to say it's a great thing to serve the lord few 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 maybe i feel few hips hips few 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 that is why that is why the songs must also teach what we are singing the songs must teach what we are teaching because few few a little comes from the song a little comes from the teaching a little comes from the bible study on thursday a little comes from the person's quiet time a ball a few few hips lemo touch your neighbor's hips charlie hips lemo then put your hand on the stomach. Hey, Michael, you are afraid to touch a matter of stomach. Muscle at buffet. Hip slam or hip slam. Hey, Bale, feel, feel. Then we decided to serve God. All will be well. All those principles 
Now, scientific studies have shown that prayer affects people's lives. It has been shown that prayer evokes beneficial changes in the body. When people pray, they experience a decrease in blood pressure and metabolism and heart and breathing rates as in the famous relaxation response described by Herbert Benson, MD of the Harvard Medical School. Reciting the rosary, for example, involves the same steps as the relaxation response, repeating a word, a phrase, prayer, a sound, and returning to the repetition when other thoughts intrude. While relaxation response works regardless of the words used, Benson says that those who choose a religious phrase are more likely to benefit if they believe in God. So they found out that just repeating certain phrases and rejecting certain thoughts reduces your blood pressure. And even if it's not a religious thing, it's being found that that thing helps. But they found that those who believe in God have an even lower this thing, lowering of their blood pressure and all their problems. Amen. Amen. Another study. Dr. Baird divided 393 heart patients into two groups. 393 heart patients. He divided them into two groups. One was prayed for for Christians around the country. And the other did not receive any prayer. I mean that people in the different parts of the country were praying for them. Patients did not know to which group they belonged. The group that were prayed for experienced fewer complications, fewer cases of pneumonia, fewer cardiac arrest, and less congestive cardiac failure and fewer needed fewer antibiotics heart patients 393 of them were taken and we said okay half of you will be prayed for and half of you will not be prayed for and then we will see the outcome but you don't know whether you are being prayed for or not being prayed for and it showed that those that were prayed for who did not know they were being prayed for? And those who were prayed for, when they studied, this one, because heart disease, when you have it, the complications are pneumonia and uh, cardiac arrest, congestive heart failure, all kinds of other things. Those who were prayed for had less. More confusing and amazing as a study that prayer can influence anything. Studies on lower organisms can affect the growth of bacteria. in a lamp with mice that the bacteria are put in the mice and prayer reduces the bacteria from growing in those mice that are prayed for and those that are not prayed for the bacteria that uh, grows hey. power In America, nearly half of U.S. medical schools now offer courses on faith and healing. In a survey of 296 doctors, 69 doctors, at the 1996 meeting of the American Academy of Family Physicians, 99% of the doctors said they thought religious beliefs can contribute to healing. When asked about their personal experiences, 63% of doctors said God intervened to help them personally in their own medical condition. Polls by Time CNN and USA Weekend show that 80% of Americans believe spiritual health and prayer can help people recover. Amen. Are you there? Now, how does faith fit in? Amen. Faith offers people some control over their lives as to opposed to just depending on a medical profession 
that is becoming more distant and mechanized every day. Amen. So, there are many, many even scientific evidence that have shown that praying, attending, commitment helps even your life healing and your health. Your general well-being is affected by prayer and regular commitment to the word of God. So, don't reject it. Even if you are sick, it helps your outcome, your symptoms, how long you live is affected by the word. God, the Bible says that the word is, uh, what does it say in Proverbs? He sent his word and healed them. And the, the word is healing to my flesh and health to all my bones. Amen. Number 11, there were 15 points. Number 11, a daily quiet time brings cleansing. Amen. Now you are clean through the word I have spoken unto you. Sanctify them through the word. Thy word is truth. How many are feeling cleaner already as you've been at this camp? How many realize that God is facing certain things out of you? Amen. And how many know that we need cleansing from a whole lot of things? Number 12. A daily quiet time produces faith. Faith. Amen. And then faith comes by hearing. And hearing comes by the word of God. Number 13. A daily quiet time drives away weariness, dejection, and depression. How many realize that when you come to church or sometimes when you read the Bible, your very sad feeling is somehow improved? How many have felt very sad before? Very, very, very sad. Yeah. There are times of life, there's so much sadness. And I want to say, especially to the sisters who experience a lot more depression. You get it? Learn to, to stabilize yourself with the word. Amen. The word is all that you need. No pastor can solve your problem. The pastor, what the pastor has is the word anyway. Amen. And he was going to share with you the word. Show you some love. But at the end of the day, it's going to be you and the word. And sisters, remember, depression is more common. It's almost one in two one in three is blood pressure one in two is depression you know everybody a lot of people suffer from one form of depression or the other so be conscious of it and fight it with the word amen number 14 a daily quiet time produces power for the ordinary christian ordinary christian i am not ashamed of the gospel hmm we must work while it is day spreading the word of god We must witness to everyone we meet with every song we sing. We must tell them of the soon and coming King. Now, I am not ashamed of the gospel. We are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus. Romans chapter 1 verse 16 Of the gospel of Jesus. It's the power. 
The gospel, the word, is a power. And that's why it brings power into your life. When you have the word. We have nothing but the word. We are just left with the word. Amen. Amen. Trust in God. God's word contains everything. God's word contains the good, the bad, and the ugly. What I mean by that is the good things of our life, the bad things of our life, the ugly things of our life are all explained, addressed, and mentioned in the Bible. Life is not walking on one pink cloud of blessings, happiness, bliss. Huh? And those of you who are experiencing good life, nothing bad is happening in your life. You must have extra compassion for people who don't have what you have. Anytime you have something somebody doesn't have, you must have a certain feeling. Not just a feeling, but you must consider the person especially. Your neighbor doesn't have a husband. You have a husband. Don't, don't think to yourself, well, she should follow the seven steps to getting a, a, a beloved. No. People have done all the steps. What are the steps? One, be, smile. Two, be friendly. Three, look nice. Four, dress well. Five, deep sea fishing. Six, attend church services. Seven, join the choir. Eight, smile when you are singing. Be hospitable. Speak more. They've done it and they still don't have. So, don't be hard. Don't be hard. Be considerate. Be compassionate. Anybody here, you are husband and wife and child or children. Let me tell you, less than half of the world has something like that. There's the father, there's the mother, these are the children. Less than half. I think it will be less than 30%, even in the church. Half something like that. There's the father, there's the mother, these are the children. They all live together happily. Oh. Huh? Not just Africa, the whole world. Very few people have such. So if you are in such a group, here is father, here is mother, here is children, we are all living happily together. It's a, it's a very unusual thing. It's not normal. Rather, it's abnormal. And you should be grateful. Many people live alone. Many people live with just brothers, sisters, uncles, aunties. That's how life is. So think about that. Sometimes the programs that we make, we say, okay, all of you come with your husbands. And a lot of people don't have husbands. It's as if those who don't have husbands are lepers. Or those who don't have children are lepers. But many times, they are rather in the majority of the real world. It's true. So brothers and sisters, be careful. I remember a certain sister. I will not say that story. <clears throat> Number 15. A daily quiet time can make you wiser than your enemies. Can make you wiser than your teachers. And can make you wiser than the elders. Psalm 119 verse 98. It says, through my commandment, thou hast made me wiser than my enemies. For they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers. For thy testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients. Because I keep thy precepts. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I think I need a break. So I'm going to ask your permission to take a break. That's 15 points, right? And I told you I was going to give you, huh? I told you I was going to give you 15 points. So please accept these 15 points for now. Listen, pardon? Can you ask something here? Say something, sure. Hello, please. There's only one preacher. Um, we haven't ended the program yet. 
but I, on my own behalf, wanted to say a very big thank you because for some weeks now, it's been on my heart. I said, I want to find a way of dropping a suggestion in the box. So yesterday morning, I told Joyce, Joyce, I, we miss, I mean, like, I miss um, the praise and worship during those days when we were at the cathedral. And so I want to put a suggestion that once a while, they should let Bishop Eddie, I mean, I mean, that's my feeling. So she asked me, how are you going to do it? So yesterday, when you ended it like that, I didn't know, I mean, I had a certain, I don't know, joy in my heart that the younger ones that have joined us have really missed, I mean, like, sometimes in a praise and worship, I don't know, the feeling that I have. So for about three weeks now, or almost a month, I said, Bishop Eddie, Bishop Eddie, Bishop, I didn't know how to let it come in. So I'm saying a very big thank you. It's, it's, it's like a revival. I mean, <laughs> it's like a revival of the old times. And so such songs, oh, yeah. so as we are saying, I you mean, like Saturday, even though, even though Bishop, you are I, I was in the oh. SU and, you know, I, I, I don't know. But Joyce asked me, okay, how what are you, you going to do you think about what it? she's saying? You agree with her? And I said, doing praise and worship, you don't know. I mean, it's like the younger ones, they have really missed. But I thank you so much for this kind of revival. Thank you. Oh, say go, say go, praise the Hallelujah. Come on, give them a shout of praise. Amen. Right. Whose khaki is this? Yours. 